Welcome back to the Law of One series, episode 17. In today's video, we're going to be looking at a very important and relevant topic in our world today, and that is the different strategies of the negative path. As beings of the positive polarity, it's very important for us to familiarize ourselves with the different strategies and tactics that the service to self path uses. Because if we truly want to be of service to others, then a large majority of that service, here at least, is going to consist of helping to liberate others from the bondage of the various forms of service to self enslavement here on this planet. So in this video, we're going to be looking at the four primary strategies that Ra outlines throughout the Law of One that we can expect to see from the negative path. The most important thing to know about the negative path is that they are unbelievably clever and cunning and crafty in their strategies. We tend to think that when a negative being shows up, they're just going to stroll in like Darth Vader or some kind of menacing villain twirling their mustache and cackling loudly. I'll spot him from a mile away. If only it was that easy. Nothing could actually be further from the truth. As the old saying goes, the devil comes clothed as an angel of light. And what that means is that if the negative path executes their plan effectively, you won't even realize who you're dealing with or what was just done to you until it's too late. By the time you figure out that you've just been had, that's checkmate. This is why it's very important for us to acquaint ourselves with their strategies so that we can see them before they happen. This is an integral aspect of our service to others. The negative path offers the positive path many important catalysts, the most important of which is how to imbue our love and service with wisdom. If we serve with only love but no wisdom, the negative path can swoop in and easily take advantage of our naivete and quickly usurp all of our efforts for the path of darkness. So let's go ahead and talk about what some of those strategies are. The first strategy of the service to self path is the weaponizing of fear. Ra sometimes refers to the negative path as the path of separation. Just as love is the vibration of unity, fear is the vibration of separation. Social memory complexes essentially travel throughout the universe looking for third-density planets whom they might help to harvest towards their own polarity. And so when a negative complex arrives on a planet, they'll typically speak to the gullible third-density beings of the dangers and perils that await them in this cold and frightening universe, pronouncing certain doom upon them if they don't act quickly and protect themselves. The universe is a scary, dog-eat-dog world. But never fear. We have come to be your saviors. We have the power and the knowledge and the technology to liberate you and protect you. 
trust us. Now, when a planet is under protective quarantine, such as our planet, and they can't come walk openly among us, typically their strategy will become to begin working with world leaders and governors and elites to begin disseminating their service-to-self strategies and philosophies on the planet. So this is why we must be vigilant in watching out for these strategies from our world leaders who govern us. Disempowerment is always the first strategy for enslavement, and fear is the ultimate tool for disempowerment. The negative path will always seek to instill victim consciousness, because the more disempowered they can make you feel, the more controllable you are. And this is a very important point about the negative path. Just as the positive path can only polarize by protecting and honoring free will, the negative path polarizes by infringing and possessing free will. However, they can only polarize when that free will is given over to them freely. And so that is why they become masters of deception and coercion, because they must essentially frighten you into willfully giving over your rights. This is how the negative path gains power. In session 55, question 3, Ra says, The negative polarization is greatly aided by the subjugation or enslavement of other selves. The potential between two negatively polarized entities is such that the entity which enslaves the other gains in negative polarity. The second strategy of the service to self path is the creation of hierarchies and divisions. This is the typical divide and conquer strategy that we've seen used on our planet by power-hungry dictators for thousands of years. In session 62, Ra says, You must recall that in negative thinking, there is always the pecking order and the power against power in separation. This is a political strategy that we've seen on our planet throughout all human history. Convince half of your people that they're the good guys and that the other half are the bad guys. Divide them by any means necessary because any amount of unity always creates the potential for those powerful elites to be overthrown. In any moment when you are putting a fellow human being out of your heart for any reason at all, you are unknowingly cooperating towards your own enslavement by the negative path. Both sides of the political sphere in America use this strategy of demonizing and dehumanizing their opposition, convincing their followers that they're basically not even human, they're so evil. They're not worth loving or saving at all, and they're merely obstacles to the utopia that we could have if only they weren't standing in our way. This poisonous way of thinking preys upon the ego of the masses, while the leaders quietly smile with contentment at the fruits of their labor. If they can convince their own people to hate one another, they don't have to waste any energy weakening or disempowering their population. Their own people will do it for them. 
whether it's conservative or liberal, Jew or German, slave or free, vaxxed or unvaxxed. Both sides lose, and the ones in power win. The third strategy of the service to self-path is the manipulation of light. This is the primary way that the negative path uses wisdom and the intellect to gain power. They seek to know their victim better than the victim knows themselves. And so when it comes to manipulating the positive path, they do so by taking advantage of their good nature. Everyone on the positive path wants to do what's right and virtuous. Yet if they're not wise and sensitive to their intuition, the negative path can easily convince them that just about anything is virtuous. Even to the point of violent riots, burning down buildings and businesses, attacking and even killing other people, all in the name of righteousness. This is a hallmark sign of deep service to self influence. In every single communist or fascist takeover in human history, this has been the primary strategy. It should be obvious that no tyrannical leader would ever tell their people, we truly just want to enslave you and take away your rights and your power to make you our biological property so that we can become supremely wealthy and powerful. That would immediately cause a powerful united revolt. And so the government always seeks to convince their people that we're just taking away some of your rights because we have your best interest in mind. It's for the greater good. For example, when Mao took power in China, one of his first moves was to order that all private property and businesses are now owned by the Chinese Communist Party. He promised that the state would take these properties and goods and make a utopia where everyone is equal and everyone wins. And because he promised something good in exchange for freedom, the Chinese people foolishly gave away their property, their farms, and their labor without putting up much of a fight. Within a short period of time, Mao was imposing impossibly high standards of production amongst the farmers and laborers, and exacting punishment on anyone who could not keep up with his impossible demands. You are interfering with the public good, and therefore, you must be made an example of. After a brutal civil war, the Chinese people were simply too disempowered to stand against these movements and essentially committed themselves into slavery for the government. In Hitler's Germany, Jews were increasingly demonized as money-hungry foreign invaders who took all of the best jobs and threatened the Germans' natural way of life. Slowly but surely, the German people saw the Jews as enemies, and so when Hitler ordered that the Jews be rounded up and sent to internment camps, the German people sat silently by, ignoring their guilty conscience, under the belief that, ultimately, it's for the greater good. Even in the days of segregation in America, blacks and whites were kept separate because they were told, these cultures simply don't mix together, and it only creates problems when we try to coexist equally. And so, segregation, unfortunately, is for the greater good. 
And the fourth and final strategy of the service to self path is the manipulation of weakness. The negative path will take every advantage that they can get. And so if they spot an obvious weakness in their victim, they will always look to exploit it. This is what the fifth density negative entity was doing to Carla during many of the channeling sessions throughout the Law of One, agitating her various physical illnesses so that she would experience extreme pain before, during, and after the channeling sessions. The catalyst being offered was, stop channeling Ra and I'll leave you alone. Continue channeling Ra and I'll make your life miserable. So any spiritual imbalances or blind spots that we have become potential weapons for the negative path. And this is just another way that the negative path offers us an amazing catalyst. He who is without distortion cannot be manipulated. So wherever negative beings go, these strategies will follow. In session 11, Ra says that negative beings essentially travel in their craft looking for third density planets that have not yet achieved social memory. Sound like any planets you know of? <laughs> this is because once a planet achieves social memory, they become virtually impossible to enslave. And so this is what we must realize now. Our planet is a prime candidate for the negative path. And unless we want to become a negatively polarized planet, we no longer have the luxury of ignoring the forces of darkness that are working tirelessly in our world. In session 83, question 12, Ra says, At the present space-time, the condition of well-meant and unintentional slavery are so numerous that it beggars our ability to enumerate them. What does Ra mean by well-meant and unintentional slavery? Certainly not well-meant or unintentional on behalf of the ones who are doing the enslaving. All enslavement is intentional. What Ra means is that the slavery is well-meant and unintentional on our part. Although there is a mass spiritual awakening currently taking place, a vast segment of humanity is still unconscious and unable to see all of the ways which the forces of darkness have enslaved them psychologically. In America alone, the pharmaceutical industry has infiltrated every level of American society, controlling every single regulating body, virtually every politician and level of law. They teach the pseudo-scientific view that disease comes from outside the body rather than within, and that if you want to be protected from these diseases, you must take their medications. Rather than teaching the importance of health, diet, and exercise, the pharmaceutical industry enslaves the American people to these highly addictive, toxic, and poisonous drugs that keep the nation in a perpetual state of sickness. They sell us these medications at a price over three times greater than the next closest country. And since the inception of vaccinations and pharmaceutical drugs, Rates of disease have skyrocketed like no one could have ever thought possible. Although only constituting 5% of the world's population, America consumes more than 50% of the world's pharmaceutical products. 
The pharmaceutical industry has suppressed numerous innovations and cures for cancer and other chronic diseases, and any scientific data which exposes how harmful their products are, because a patient cured is a profit lost. There is no money to be made from health, but sickness is a never-ending cash cow. Big Pharma has been convicted of countless felonies and paid tens of billions in criminal penalties, and yet their business goes on with almost zero government regulations. The food industry poisons the planet with factory farms and greenhouse gases. Monsanto works arm in arm with Big Pharma, pumping their foods with sugar, hormones, and toxins, which they know cause even more sickness and disease. America becomes sicker with each passing year, while believing that these products are actually helping them. The military-industrial complex creates crises as an excuse to wage war, and pays for these wars with taxpayers' money, arming militia groups, killing untold innocent lives, stealing resources all over the world, and then lining the pockets of billionaires and oligarchs with the profits. Big tech now enslaves the American people to electronic devices, controlling the flow of speech and information, desensitizing us from real human interaction, and dividing us into separate categories. The mainstream media constantly inundates us with propaganda, teaching us to obsess over differences of race, gender, sexual orientation, and political beliefs, dividing the country further by the day. These industries are fed by over 12,000 lobbyists who completely control Congress, paying over $3.5 billion a year to American politicians to vote for their laws, perpetuating these systems of control and subjugating their own people. At this present time, service to self forces silently control virtually the entire civilized world through these mechanisms of unconscious enslavement and the average person goes about their day completely unaware of these systems of corruption which exist all around them. This is the power of the service to self path. Control through coercion. Enslave through deception. The service to self path is waging a war for human consciousness. And those still asleep will remain as pawns in their game. And so at this time in history, our act of service to others is to raise awareness of where we are collectively and offer the hope of unity to all. Ross states that our graduation into the fourth density will be a difficult one because in order to truly become a unified planetary civilization, we first have to heal our shadows from the third density. And there are two primary ways that all of us can play our part in helping to heal those shadows. The first is by simply raising our own consciousness through spiritual growth. Because as the Law of One teaches, the planetary frequency is simply the sum total of the collective frequency. So when each one of us raises our own consciousness, we help everyone on the planet come a little bit closer to accessing the awareness of love, peace, and oneness. And the second way that we can be of service is simply by raising awareness of the different forms of corruption in our world 
and allow people the opportunity to decide whether or not they still want to be a part of it. No one can make a choice that they're not aware of. And so the positive path never seeks to make a choice for anyone else, but only to offer that choice. And this brings me to a very important point that I would like to make. There is a very misguided notion floating around the spiritual community that we should never speak about or focus on any of the darkness or corruption in our world because if we do that, all we're really doing is strengthening it. It's true that hating corruption or complaining about it is certainly strengthening it. But we cannot heal the darkness if we don't even know where the darkness is. Spiritual bypassing happens when you don't want to be aware of the distortions within you, when there's anything negative in you that you don't want to look at. In shadow work, you have to truly look at those things and see them for what they are, and then forgive them. And this is what we must do with the shadows and distortions in our world. Sure, we can sit in a cave alone and meditate, while the world is taken over by service to self-powers. That's certainly a valid approach, but it's not more valid or more spiritual than meeting that darkness with light. In session 14, Ra says, The one being of the creation is like unto a body, if you will accept this third density analogy. Would we ignore a pain in the leg, a bruise upon the skin, a cut which is festering? No. There is no ignoring a call. We, the entities of sorrow, choose as our service the attempt to heal the sorrow which we are calling analogous to the pains of a physical body. I understand that it can be uncomfortable to acknowledge some of these realities in our world, but that is what love does. We never judge or hate anyone who creates evil in the world. We simply acknowledge that they are playing their role. But we are also called to play our role. And love always seeks to heal what is broken. And so my question to you is, how can you see the brokenness and corruption and suffering of the world around you and not be moved by it and not ache to bring healing to it? If we want this to be a positively polarized planet of love and unity for future generations to enjoy, we have to create it. It isn't just going to happen on its own. We are the creators of our reality. There are no angels coming down from heaven to save us. We are those angels. We are that light. We are in the midst of a spiritual war being waged for the consciousness of humanity, whether you want to acknowledge that fact or not. But this is not a war of flesh and blood or fighting against an enemy. This war is simply a choice point. If the planet wants to become service to self, then so be it. But we cannot simply sit by and allow that to happen without offering humanity a clear choice. The choosing is the whole purpose of third density, and the Creator has brought our planet to this critical choice point now. 
Will we serve the darkness or the light? Love or separation? The choices that we make here and now will echo through eternity. So I encourage you not to just stand by on the sidelines. Your soul came here for such a time as this, and the world needs your light. So I'll leave you now, as always, with one final quote from Ra, where Ra was asked, what is the appropriate response when a negative entity wants to control or enslave us? Should we be of service by allowing them to, or should we perhaps resist? What is the appropriate service to others response? And I want you to listen carefully to what Ra had to say. The Confederation is aware that it cannot, on equal footing, allow itself to be manipulated in order to remain purely positive. For though pure, it would not be of any consequence, having been placed by the so-called powers of darkness under the heel, as you may say. There is one vast panoply of biases, distortions, colors and hues, in an unending pattern. In the case of those with whom you, as entities and as a group, are not in resonance, you wish them love, light, peace, joy, and bid them well. No more than this can you do, for your portion of the Creator is as it is, and your experience and offering of experience, to be valuable, needs to be more and more a perfect representation of who you truly are. Could you then serve a negative entity by offering the instrument's life? It is unlikely that you would find this a true service. Thus you may see in many cases the loving balance being achieved, the love being offered, light being sent, and the service to self-oriented entity gratefully acknowledged while being rejected as not being useful in your journey at this time. Thus you serve the one creator without paradox.